Oh, Anna's calling me. Hey. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, there is, um, but where I'm going to fetch you from, uh, the door we're gonna go in is actually in the parking lot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, see you soon. Bye. She went to self. Oh, yep, that happens. Yep. Okay, so, uh, then we open the doors up, turn the fan on really high, try to blow the room out for a minute, and, uh, go have a couple of drinks and get ready, wait, just wait for her to get here 40 blocks away? Yep, she said about 15 minutes, so, shouldn't be too terrible. Wise men say only fools rush in. But I can't help falling in love with you. Shall I stay? Would it be a sin? But I can't help. Falling in love with you Like a river flows Surely to the sea Darling, so it goes Some things are meant to be Take my hand Take my whole life too Cause I can't help Gross. <laughs> Did you guys not like my rent style? No, I love yeah. that part. That was great. You're at 42 minutes. Yeah, I forgot to turn it off when we left earlier. So. Cool, so we have it. <laughs> we already, okay, well, this has been great, you guys. I'm on Lori. Thank you so much for Be coming. Sure to follow me on Instagram. <laughs> so, uh, with that in mind, welcome, Anna, to our strange exchange. Thank you for having me. Tingles. Soft tingle. ASMR. Soft little. Can I open my beer? We should, yeah. And now you'll get that sound of Jenny opening her beer for your pleasure. You guys don't do that in sync or something? <laughs> no, we're really bad at it. Hey, I just want all of the listeners out there to know that I am not having a cold one today. I'm having a half-carbonated water. It's mostly carbonated. It's not. <laughs> it's on the below half. It's on the other We've side. had a lot of problems with our uh, green room people the last several days. It was bad Sunday. It's been bad lately. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to get on top of my people. I'm sure that was Rebecca. It was in my rider to have at least a 75% carbonated water. I will make sure we have that covered for for next time. Promise. That's an interesting question, though. Would 100% carbonated water just be air? Because it would be 100% carbonation. So what is the percentage we're used to of our carbonated beverages? Like how much of what's the percentage of of carbonation on that scale? Yeah. Although it's not air, it's CO2. Yeah, it's CO2. So I'm drinking CO2. Is it better that there's less? It's heavier than air, so you could keep it in a glass, pretty sure. Oh, it would sit below air? Yeah. 
So if you poured the gas very carefully into this glass, you could have a glass of CO2. I guess that's 100% why... 100% carbonated air. I guess that's why it stays in there. What would that there? feel like? Nothing. What would that feel... What are you, in a <laughs> bath of it? Or what are you... No, if you just you drank it? a glass of CO2, just like the, the... It'd be like you're drinking air. Okay. Yeah, but it's it really also do anything. But it wouldn't be because it explicitly wouldn't be because it's <laughs> right. not oxygen. Right. So I'm asking what would the consequences be? What would this feel would like? Would you what die? Would it do? You would definitely die. Yeah? I don't know. You'd freeze to death. Do you guys want to hear something about dying that I've been thinking about all week? Yes. Burning to death in a fire. And I've been bringing <laughs> it up to pretty much everybody that I encounter because of the wildfires. And everyone's like, oh, you don't have to worry about a wildfire. Oh, this is never going to happen. And I'm like, okay, but if it just got really out of control and then it hopped to Los Angeles like that, you know, and they were like, yeah. oh, shit, evacuate. You're not getting out. There's no way <laughs> no. you're getting out, dude. There's no way you'll die. Chicago 1812 or whatever. You will just, maybe, I think it was like 1870. We're sheltering in place. Yeah. Just come here. Shel- be- no, you can shelter from a fire. This is actually a fireproof building. What? Yeah. <laughs> so welcome. If it burns on the inside, we're fucked. But from the outside, good to <laughs> totally go. Totally fine. It'll just get a little hot. It'll get very toasty in here. <laughs> but okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, but I've been Googling. What does it feel like to die in a fire? Oh, good. <laughs> because I have been concerned. I want it because people like to say, oh, the smoke in- inhalation gets you. You pass out before anything happens to you. Like, you don't even know, right? But then other people are like, no, that's a lie to make you feel better. And you feel all of your nerves burning off. But then once your nerves burn off, you're fine. Right. So How I- long does it take until I can stop feeling it and right. start enjoying it? Well, my main thing was... <laughs> My main thing was, can I feel my eyeballs burning? Like, will I be alive when my eyeballs start to burn? That was the main thing. You know what? Your eyeballs cannot feel temperature. Really? Yeah, you cannot. Nope. Would you start to lose your vision, though? Yeah, it would, like, literally melt. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, but do your your eyes have any? I'm going to touch my eye. Do they have any nerves? Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot, I mean, if you scratch your eye, you You feel feel it. it. Strictly speaking, your eye is all nerves. Wild. Well, yeah. Oh. The eyeball is a giant nerve. But just not feeling nerves. There's different kinds of nerves. Yeah. They're too busy doing other stuff. Anyway, so I, I was looking at this up online, right? And someone was like, what, what is it like to die in a fire? And it was on Quora, which is like a kind of like a Yahoo answer yep. thing. And, and some guy, you have to like list your credentials for, for what your credentials are for answering the question. And so some guy was like... Uh, career and volunteer firefighter 1975 to 2005 or whatever it was, it was you know obviously extremely qualified and he just really tore this guy apart he goes well I'm not sure any living person could answer this question <laughs> he goes I believe that you pass out from smoke inhalation first but again everyone that I know who has perished in a fire <laughs> has stayed dead so we don't really know and I was like He's got to be like 60, right? And he's like, you know, or 70 or whatever. And he's totally just, fuck you. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, shit. So uh, moral of the story, you didn't find out what it feels like to die. I'll never know unless I die in a fire. All right. Well, uh, thoughts and prayers. Hope you don't. not knowing. Yeah, good luck transitioning out of this one, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Clink. Clink. That's how. Ooh, actually, I kind of do have a way to uh, segue. All right. Is it something about the fire emoji? No, it is something about a fire, though. 
So I have a good fire story, actually, too. Not about dying in one? No, my family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, hold on. You go first. You want me to just keep talking about yeah. fires? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just keep talking about fires. Arson is... Whew. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, my family's house... I say burned down, but it didn't burn all the way down. But everything in it was destroyed. Yeah. So, yeah. And if I just say there was a fire at my family's house, people think it's like a cute little fire. And I'm like, no, they had nothing left. Like, that's the point that I want to get across to people. But yeah, uh, uh, like a fan that I, I've literally known my entire life. Like, that's how old this fan was that was in the basement. <laughs> Sparked. Oh, no. And the base nobody was in the basement and you know because nobody's down there Seth knows except for my dad yeah and so nobody nobody knew what was happening sam my older brother was upstairs and the basement just started and then just kept going and kept going and kept, and was down there just smoldering away you know burning oh. until sam smelled the smoke and then he came downstairs you know pe- people are constantly burning things in my house <laughs> and so he was like he thought something was in the oven and he was in the kitchen trying to make it stop and then he saw from the basement these flames coming up so he ran out of the house and he called 911 or whatever and he looks back up at the house and he sees my younger brother's girlfriend oh my gosh banging no. on the window on the top floor and he hadn't known that she was just in my brother other brother's room sleeping and she was trying to break the glass on the window and she couldn't get it and so eventually she like went down that she like wrapped jeans around her head and went downstairs and got out but i was like oh my god like you know the basement was on fire so that first floor totally could have yeah. just caved in as soon as yeah. she went there but then Nate told me later, he was like, he goes, yeah, she was like banging on the window. And she was trying to break the glass. But um, I think she must have been really freaking out because the window in my room was open. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh. So I think about that and I'm like, okay, check all the windows. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ever in a fire on a top floor, check all the oh, windows. All the windows. Yeah, yeah. So nobody was hurt, which was a blessing. And Amazing. they had renter's insurance, which is another blessing. And they just got their like fat check this week for all of their st- like you know they've had nothing for the last year right they just got all of their um their claim filed and everything so they sent me some money and oh that is- that's Aww. amazing yeah, i yeah. love when parents do it that it was pretty cool i was like i did not lose this much stuff in that fire like and they were like no no you're special and we love you here's <laughs> some money <laughs> that's lovely your parents are lovely they I are love them so much. they're great ladybug ladybug fly away home your house is on fire and your children are alone. Oh, gosh. What's wrong with people that do that to children? Set them on fire or say that rhyme to them? <laughs> that That's a very old nursery rhyme. It, it, Yikes. That is really dark. There are a lot of those to unpack. I, I'm dark, but I didn't make that shit up. Ring Around the Rosie is about the Black True. Slave. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Like, all of those things are dark if you think about it. I mean, the woman who finds some blind mice and cuts off their tails. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? These mice are already blind. What are you just making it work? Old, yeah. old Mother Hubbard. Yeah, the old woman who lives in a shoe she, because yeah. she can't get her social security, okay? <laughs> right. and, and Hubbard lives in a fucking cupboard, man. Yeah, like, yeah to give her old dog a bone. Elder and then care. she found none. We really need elder care. Yeah, very come important. on. I'm I'm sensing elder abuse. Humpty Dumpty, am I right? Oh, fuck. I think they knocked him off that wall. I was about to say, that's police brutality, obviously. Duh. They knocked Humpty (laughs) Dumpty off. We need to do, like, woke fairy tales. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, actually, not a terrible idea. Woke woke nursery. Don't put that in this podcast. Someone's going to steal it. I read the thing recently about Humpty Dumpty. It's it's on the the internets. They were talking, he was about one of the English kings, William, who... Did some stuff and fucked a bunch of things up, and everybody's like, you know what, we're not going to fix this. And it was literally about how he just screwed everything up from feeling like he was fancy. That is so relatable. It's very (laughs) common, isn't it? It seems like right now. I feel like I did that this week. 
Yeah. Yesterday, probably. Yeah. I mean, every day, maybe. Yeah. It's <laughs> well. We're not going to wax political, though, right? Yeah, sure we I can. Mean, no, sure. no, no, no. We need to keep it very neutral for all of our listeners. We just don't want to alienate anybody. There's probably a lot of Trump people listening to this show. Yeah. Totally. I was about to say, what was it? The, the second have episode? Seen, have you seen our artwork? It's really gay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah we look pretty gay. We look gay, gay as oh. fuck. We look oh. pretty gay. I thought it was really cute. I didn't think that's gay, <laughs> but then at the same time, like I just think you guys look gay so it wasn't yeah. like a well, new are, thing so, right you know. so it's Where just something you're like, used to you're yeah. like oh cute depiction yeah 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 i was like oh a good picture of my gay friends <laughs> yeah perfect that's which fair. is really that's fine uh yeah i was about to say i think it was the second episode that i talked about everybody being a little bit bisexual so yeah. i don't think being political yeah. is really a problem yeah i mean one of the first things when we were discussing topics at the bar for us to discuss with you um we were trying to come up with a main topic and i was just like every time i think of anna i just want to talk about like women i want yeah. to talk about like women and women's rights i'm and, ready like, to go i know yeah. that's why i was like we i know fired we could go forever about that you know yeah. we could host a whole like seven hour special on just women yeah you know it's funny bisexuals get a, a bad rap in yeah. the community totally. i really like bicycles <laughs> <laughs> they are lovely too and i was thinking about just sort of abstractly i'm not really trying to make a point one way or the other um but I was thinking about, you know, bef- before it was so accepted, at least in the United States, to be gay, what that was like for bisexuals, you know, because I'm sure for someone who's gay, you know, you don't, I hate to think of it as having options because you fall in love with the person you fall in love with. It's right. not like you can be like, oh, I don't want to be in love with this person. I'd rather be straight today, you know? The, the legit truth is people who wander into your life that you become attracted to and fall in love with are who they are. And limiting yourself that way is really not a normal natural thing but it's a sociologically approved thing so that's why yeah. it's such a deal now you know mm-hmm. people are just like starting to use the idea of it. it's totally cool i can be attracted to whoever the hell i want to and that's that well so that's what i was thinking about kind of as like you know in the 50s for instance this was uh, even the 80s is you know such a short history of homosexuality being accepted but if i was bisexual in that time you know like what what would that be like would i would i feel would i even know you know would i even know that's an option right would i well i think there was just a lot more closet i mean you can go back and look at all the big people in hollywood i mean from paul lynn and and you know all of the other great gay stars of the day they everybody knew they were gay there's a documentary about that on netflix that i really want to watch I Let's forget it what right it's called. Now. Right. Okay. Cancel the podcast. We're done here. Good night. If you listed the number of people who were out, either came out as gay before they died or were outed afterwards, it's a rather long list. Even people like Rock Hudson, which is, you know, I mean, it's the Tom Cruise of his day, right? literally. I was watching Citizen Kane and I was like, this is the gayest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, because, you know, um, not Orson Welles? Not Orson Welles. Who's yes, Orson Welles. Oh, okay. 1984? No. George Orwell is 1984. Yep. Yes. Orson, Orson Welles is Orson Welles is a giant fat guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. He's And he's a guy Wait, who? in Yep, Citizen. they were the same person in my mind until <laughs> just right no, then. No, I know. I know. For all of us. I know. No, I know. Yeah. Okay. But Orson Welles was an actor in, in Citizen Kane. He, like, it, it's about capitalism, roughly. Like, it's a, very, it's a really interesting movie. I watched it on a plane, or else I don't know if I would have had the patience to, but I was, I was like, about to say, I've never seen else going on. They showed the original yeah. Citizen Kane on a plane flight? No, it was like I could pick what movie, and I was like, might as well try it. Yeah. Got nowhere else to go. Bitchin'. That's great. That's a really a fantastic movie. 
in it, he's like working at this newspaper and then he basically like works his way up the ranks and becomes like this huge, powerful, famous guy. And then the old newspaper's closing and the guy he used to work with there like won't even speak to him anymore. And I was like, it's this is the behavior of someone who was in love with Orson Welles. I was like, it's very clear to me that this is like a slighted lover story to me. It's, so you're you're not speaking the first time I've heard homoerotic references in this movie. It's really, true. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot there, of them. Yeah. yeah, and a friend of mine said. I mean, I know this is not like a reliable source, but a friend was saying like, oh yeah, you know, before like in the fifties and sixties. That sort of where the stereotype of like gay men in theater originated was sort of like a, a community for closeted or loosely closeted homosexuals. And he was saying that they would they intentionally put a lot of these overtones into these films um, in like a subtle because way. Because they could. Be- yeah, yeah, because they were making them. That is, by the way, the gay agenda. Exactly. <laughs> we're in all of your movies, whether you know it or not. It's so funny that... You know, people are always just really happy to follow gay people into a good neighborhood. Well, it's so much better. The gays have been here for years. Yeah. You know, but like they don't want to admit that really it's these people who are not really bound up by all the sociological rules that do things like create art and fix neighborhoods and all of that kind of crap. Mm -hmm. You know, really good example of that. Every time my dad comes into Los Angeles, he makes me go and visit Buster Keaton's old house. Um Buster Keaton is like a an early silent film star. Um, he's tattooed on my arm. Not a football player. Buster Keaton of the Green Bay Packers? You betcha. Um, yeah, he makes me drive up there with him every single time. It's like this really lovely home in Beverly Hills. And I remember the first time uh, he drove me up there, he like told me all about the history as he was going up there. My dad is obsessed with Buster Keaton. And uh, his like most cherished fact about this was like 10 years ago or so that the house had basically been in a state of disrepair for decades. Just nobody had taken care of it. Like the, the Buster Keaton's wife died and it just kind of like sat there for a long time. And then a gay couple bought mm. it and they restored everything. They didn't renovate. They restored all of it. And it was yes. this beautiful, like amazing. They, they, you can find a couple of pictures of it online versus like the, the black and white stills. Like the original. Yeah. Cause he used it in a bunch of his movies. There's like tons of his movies were filmed in and around his home. They had like this huge, I think it was like 30 acres of land or some shit. Like wow. just this like massive property with like tons of pools and crap. But yeah, he was most excited. He was just like, of course, like an, a lovely gay couple took it and they just restored everything because of course they did like I'm so <laughs> glad like you know like some fucking husband and wife didn't buy it because they would have torn that shit out and like replaced it with stuff but like no this gay couple came in and they were like nope everything back the way it was exactly the way it was built in like the early 1900s there's a really cool play that I did a couple scenes from for a class one time that um, it's about a, a near future and it's about this director who used to direct tv and film and he used to direct real actors but now actors are all robots that are programmed um and it's kind of about this this woman this robot actor that's sort of becoming sentient and wants to learn how to really act and in one of the first scenes he's like showing her Buster Keaton and one of the things is none of the comedy is really like working you know because there's no natural timing and and so he's showing her all of these old Buster Keaton movies um, and she's like getting really into him like oh and and why is that funny 
because it's like a pie in the face or something and she goes explain it to me you know and so then he has to explain why it's funny to her and then she like starts doing those things in the robot scene like it's like a it's like a um it's a Grey's Anatomy it's like some kind of like ER drama (laughs) and she's like doing like pratfalls and like I didn't finish the play but that's a great opening scene no I love that yeah it's super cool everyone knows that the greatest actor of the future is Calculon Calculon. 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 I love him. I mean, he did uh, beat, what was his name? The the dude with his, the bag on his head. Oh, God. The best actor in the universe. I want to say it's something stupid like Landon Bags. Because that sound like he had a bag over his head. I feel like that's what they would have went with. But I know that's not went with. Ugh. <laughs> that's what they would have went with. That's what they would have went with. You know, the um, one I hate is... Um, I seen. No, I do hate I seen. But the... <laughs> To where? To where? Like, um, you know, well, they changed it to where such oh, and such gotcha. happened. Ooh. Oh, to no. Where. Yeah, yeah, it's like a weird to southern... To where? Compi, you familiar like, with that to where? Sorry? Like, to where? Like, oh, you know what? They they painted that house to where it doesn't look good anymore. Ugh. You know, to where as like a as a turn of phrase, I just it drives me nuts. Just say to the point or... Something. It's one of those American city vernaculars. It's not even... Well, in the South, we'd say that some, but it's... <laughs> we'd say that some. <laughs> All right, case closed. You gotta go, you gotta go down the street to where you gotta turn right. You know, that... <laughs> <laughs> but that's even to where that's like an actual point. Yeah, that like is, in space, yeah. that's directional like a thing. But like painted it to where it's white. That's a little. That's yeah. that's a little vernacular. I, I like I yelled at her to where she got mad. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. 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 I feel dirty. Here's the thing: if I saw if I heard an actor who was pretending to be southern say to where it was white, I would think that was awkward. It would strike me as a little weird. Ooh, I have so many of those that bother me. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. anyways, yeah. yeah, you know, I get in my head about um, quickly because it's you're, you don't say I'm going to do that quick. You're supposed to say I'm, I'm going to do that quickly. Yeah. I say I say real quick. I really do. I, yeah. Real quick. Well, too. I'll do that real quick. I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that, I mean, that's very clearly like a. I always I don't even pronounce real right. It's always I'll do that real quick. Real quick. Real yeah. Quick. Real. That's cool. Well, I I like saying I'm going to shower quickly or like I'm going to run to my house quickly those are good habits well no but my boyfriend and i went to new zealand and they in a lot of other english-speaking countries do say quickly but it's in an accent and he doesn't really like the australian new zealand accent and so to him when i say it it sounds like annoying he's like quickly 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 and i'm like that it's just quickly then you you have a master's in english how can you be mad at me for speaking correct english as long as you get the the adverb on the right side of things you 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 don't ever boldly go that's the best thing to remember quickly goes wrong go quickly is correct or like um where are you at the one that bothers me though is these are good habits though to think about because like these are things to, to keep in your vocabulary. Like for me, the one that every time I hear myself use the word lots, I stop and go back and try to find a better word because lots is just stupid. Even a lot. Many. Preposition. That's what it is. What are even those? Words. <laughs> Rule words. Uh, no, I'm saying like at and go. And that's all, Most of us say, where are you going to? Yeah, nope. to. That's a preposition. Technically correct would be to say, um, towards where are you going or something crazy sounding like, yeah, to where are you going? Churchill had the best one. He said, this is the sort of nonsense up with which I will not put. 
Yeah. Yep. Which is the only way to say it correctly. Good lord, that sounds like Yoda talk. <laughs> Up with which I will not put. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. By the way, Langdon Cobb was the Langdon name you were Cobb. looking for. Yep. I was close. Landon Bags is close to Langdon <laughs> Cobb in a way that I will that say I'm that it's close. not not close. Yeah, I yeah. mean, for all the names in the world that I could have picked, I got it because I, I even thought of Bags with two Gs. <laughs> of course, okay. me too. Yeah, great. I did. Yeah. I was like Landon, Same. or yeah, Landon Bags. Yeah, so Cobb. I like know. that it was yeah. two Gs, but you elongated the A. Bags. 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 Not Bagagas. Like exaggerated always gets me because it's E X A G G. G G, but E R R. It's either two G's or two R's. It's one G. One G and two R's. Two R's. And it's also Alanis Morissette. Good luck. Alanis, one N. Morissette, though? Two T's. But how many R's and S's? Morissette's French. All the rules are out in French. I think it's two T's. I believe it's one R. It's one R, two S's, two T's. I believe. I think you're right. I've looked this up a lot. Anna, did you find the origin of your name? Yeah, it's Anna Lori. And Lori is German, so it's actually Locha. People think it's Anna Lore because that's what it looks like. Yep. yep. I actually sometimes do Uber driver. <laughs> Last night, my Lyft driver was like, um, for Anna? And I was like, yeah, for Anna? And I was like, I just said my own name wrong, too. <laughs> <laughs> but Lori is a family name. My aunt is Lori, and my great aunt is Lori, um, but it's German, so it's Loja. Yeah. And my grandpa Anna used Loja. to just call me Lori, but I don't know if that was because he was confused or <laughs> if it was like a... Uh, like a fu- like an affectionate. Thing. Whenever Uber, Uber drivers say, "Hey, what's your name?" I they say, oh, "Is this for Logan?" I say, "Sure." Is it whatever? Let's love that answer. No, <laughs> it's the most sure. dangerous word in the English I language. I tend to try to say. I try to ask, "Who are you for?" Because I want them to say it. Because if there's some shady shit going on, right? I've heard know? of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, like that's a better say, idea. You say for Anna, and they just say, "Yeah." We you know? did that. We did that yeah. with a pickup the other day from uh, some delivery. They, they came up and said, "Hey, are you Logan?" I said, "Sure, sure." <laughs> Here's some free food. Why not? You know? Why not? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Love so did, some free did food. you find out uh, what it means? What Loja means? Uh, it's just a, actually this is kind of funny. You guys might like this. Hanna Loja is a fairly common German name. That's really? Anna Lori. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a city in Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's H A N N E L O R E, all one thing. Hanalora. and uh, my friend's mother and grandma-in-law, her husband's grandma, is named Hanalora. and she was like, "Dude, <laughs> that's fun." Wow. Husband's grandma's name's Hanalori. <laughs> She's like, "It's crazy." Yeah, and then someone just sent me a photo of like a boutique shop in New York called Hanalora, and which is kind of funny because my parents actually were going to name me Andrea. And then they changed it in the hospital, which is why it's spelled with two N's instead of like most oh. people would think A N A. So they is like Anna. gave them the name, they started typing it, and they said, Wait, right. we're we're just gonna leave it there. But it's gonna be pronounced like Anna. Right. They were like, I think yeah. it's A N N A. I don't know, we'll just say Anna. And so <laughs> in my whole life, I remember being like it was like twenty when I was like Oh my god! Like I seem like one of those girls whose name's like you know Emily, and they're like it's Emily. Emily. Right. It's like what the fuck? Well, then it's it's not it's Andrea, fucking- it's Andrea. Exactly. That's what I almost was, yeah, which would be much close. worse. But but yeah, I was like, oh my god, I seem so pretentious, and like all I'm trying to do is be like, it's Anna, it's Anna. Like it's just that's like you know my little happy neurons don't light up when someone calls me Anna. I don't rhyme with fruit. No, but my dad does call me Anna Banana. <laughs> Good. Which I was like, I thank yeah. you for this. That rhymes with my parental nickname, which is Lola Falana. <laughs> that is not a joke. That was 
on a dresser that my parents painted for me that was in my room in high school. Did you guys know we would not have avocados if it were not for the giant sloth? Do you know this? Bless the giant sloth. Because there was no other mammal that was eating the fruits of trees that could process that seed and spread it. Oh. No shit. Are the, yeah, giant sloths pooped out avocado pits everywhere and basically like populated. Continued. Yeah. Cool. Like, All of the avocado trees we even you know branch down from in our avocados that we eat all those pits came out of sloth butts yeah one time i saw a sloth fall out of a tree in costa rica oh no it was really sad did it fall really slow no (laughs) no it did not but damn it i have to say i was very sad about it because it was like the middle of the night we were going on like a night hike with all of this like crazy huge trees that are like costa rica but we ended up, yeah, we were like on this little nature walk or whatever, and our tour guide spotted a sloth up in the trees. So we like watched it for 15 minutes because they move so slow. It's ridiculous. And so you uh, like got like a couple seven, eight inches along. Basically, yeah. That, you know, yeah. like he was slightly moving every so often, just like putting <laughs> his arm down to like scratch himself. And we wanted to make sure we had a nice good view of the sloth doing this. So you just sat there and watched him scratch himself? That's all personal, isn't it? We did. Um, and at one point... Weird. Whatever. Kind of weird. It is, it is personal. I agree. We also saw like six tarantulas. Leave me alone. Um, same <laughs> oh same view. He wasn't scratching um, the tarantulas. No. No, no, no. And then at some point, I don't no, know. but he just, I was. He just goddamn fell out of the tree. And uh, I remember all of us horrified we were just like oh my god is he gonna be okay uh he was fine i guess he like ended up kind of like so you had to wait another 15 minutes to see if he would get up no the the tour guide actually like went over and like helped him like he like ended up like picking him up and like putting him back like on the base of the tree where his arms were out so yeah, because that would have taken him like a day to get back up there. Yeah, like just to the tree trunk. I think it's kind of similar to a turtle. Like obviously they can they yeah. can fully flip over, but it does take them a good fucking amount of time and energy to do so. So a lot of them end up dying from falling out of trees. I'm sorry, I just cannot have said anything else after watching a sloth fall out of the tree. Except that happened really quickly. Yep. <laughs> Never seen a sloth move so fast. Bam. That was basically what happened. It was. It was a little surreal. So tell us a little about you, Anna. Like, what are you up to recently? What have you been working on? Um, yeah, I've been filming a lot, which has been great. Um, I July has been really good for me. I've been working a lot, which has been fun. It's been really exciting. Um, I can't really talk about the projects, but... It's all good stuff. Um, one of them will come out in September, and then I think some of the other ones have a later release date. But I'm hoping okay. you guys will see me everywhere in September. Fingers crossed. Ooh. Looking Ooh. forward to it. Uh, what, what can we see now? Um, well, right now you can follow me on Instagram where I post great content every day. Um, I have a YouTube channel with some shorts out, my Katie shorts. Have you yeah, seen have you seen they're those? so yes. funny. They're really, really great. We actually have three more like in the chamber ready to release. Hell yeah. And I just have not had time to sit down and like do them. Cheers. So that has been, that's been super awesome. Um, I actually have, this is kind of fun. Um, 
through one of my odd jobs, I am going to be in a gallery show on August 31st. Ooh. Of a piece. I know I haven't started work on my piece yet, which is pretty pathetic, but um, I'm going to be in a really, just with, uh, amongst artists of such, so much higher of a caliber than I was. <laughs> it's really, you, it'll, it'll be really pathetic to see my art. But luckily, what is, it's like, what is the medium you're putting on display? I think I'm going to do watercolor. Cool. Yeah, I think oh, it'll yeah. end up being yeah. water. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what I end up. And where's that? On August with. 31st? Um, it's going to be at Gallery 1988 on Melrose. Um it's a very cool gallery. They do a lot of like nerd video game stuff. Um, but they're doing a showcase for Static Medium, um, which is a, a fine art reproduction company that cool. does a lot of beautiful prints. If you ever need art prints, definitely go through them. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And then I want to do some traveling. I really want to go to like Pacific Northwest yeah. later this year. Just like I've, get I've out of this fucking heat way. wave. I've only been to, I went to Seattle in December last year. Oh, <laughs> that was a choice. Very harsh. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to go to better time of year, but uh, we'll see. There's some options. We should Maybe look even into like that too. when it's going into fall. Yeah, right. Fall, Do they have fall colors? Yeah, up there? no, yeah. that's something like end totally. of September, or October, or something. I might try to go. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I'm doing great. I'm getting my room on track, you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm freaking killing. It. I've been talking about these shelves from IKEA for weeks. Oh, everybody Tell I know me about it. Everybody I know is like, oh my god, on and shelves. Me. I know, I know. I'm hot. I finally oh. got them. Um, they're enormous, and I'm. I just need to, you know, I just need to get my life on track. You know, that's what Put these shelves up. I just want to live in beauty, and like I said earlier, consumerism has completely consumed me. It's in the name, so consumed by consumerism might be a good title for this. Anyway, got it. we were we were thinking about the devil's button. The devil's button. The devil's oh yeah, you oh, were. yeah. I read this whole post on Facebook today that was about like, oh, women who masturbate, like, don't you know that the clitoris is just for like reproduction? <laughs> but yeah, you're love clitoris, getting pregnant in my clitoris. But the clitoris is the devil's doorbell, and if you keep ringing it, he's going to answer. And I was just like, oh, my dear baby Jesus. That, that is the most amazing thing I've ever that read. That turns me on. I would like the I devil to answer. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yo, bitch, you know where you been? the devil knows how to make you finish, right? Yeah. Where yeah, have you saying. been? The clitoris, the theories for the clitoris are also like, uh, of course, everything exists for a reason. We evolved, bitch. Pleasure. Well, no, it, it exists so that women want to have sex so that we want to reproduce. Like, it, it, But that's bad. Women shouldn't want to have sex. I know. That's I know, bad. I know. It's, <laughs> bad, so, it's bad. so funny. Slut. It's amazing. It really is. It's amazing is. being a woman. It's amazing. <laughs> I've been bitching about my period or lack thereof all afternoon. Oh, all my day. God. I'm eight all days day late long. for zero reason. But yeah, that's, I don't know. That's just been my thing. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm eight days late. There's no reason. I've been non-sexual for the past. I, well, that's not true. Ha. Huh. I have not had sex in the past handful of weeks. But you've been playing with the devil's button. I ha Of course I have. Duh, and or hello. The devil's doorbell, man. I want to play in that band. I do. I do. I'm thinking about my devil bell. When you're going to ring it. When you're going to ring it. That Ooh, changes the meaning I of like that song, uh, right? Yeah. I didn't make that. You know it's a White Stripes, right? Yes. Oh, okay, good. I was like, Logan, no. No, I'm thinking <laughs> about, I mean. I'm like, ooh, I like the meaning. Yeah. I'm like, um, ooh, 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 ooh. I... Uh, so the solar eclipse happened last year, right? Yeah. Was that last year? We went to it. Yeah. We literally have tattoos on our bodies about oh, it. Oh, that's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Fair. I'm just kidding. I they were really, really cheap. I actually like them. I really like them. They were really cheap. But during the solar eclipse, I was like, what is happening with my IUD? I am having the most insane cramps I have had in like my entire motherfucking life. Wait, like during? During the solar, like uh, leading up to and during the solar eclipse. Wild. And every single one of my Facebook friends, I swear to God, every single girl was like, what is happening? My cramps are so bad. There was this post with like a hundred comments in one of my women's groups I'm in. Everyone was just like, dude, yes, what is this? And we were like, it just, you know, there's got to be a connection. We don't know what it is yet, but there has to be a connection up to something to do with this because this is too crazy. And some other chick got in there and she was like, she was like, oh, I just hate when people say this. Like, there's been plenty of research done on this and there's no correlation. And I'm like, look at these symptoms that everybody is having at the same time. Like, that can't, that's not a coincidence, dude. Like, anyway, bring that back around. This last full moon, I was completely cle- cle- free and clear of my period. Like, not anywhere close to it. And I was just cramping like a mother every single day. And I was like, the fucking moon bitch it's the moon i know it's, it it's pulling on my uterus i i was straight up and my friend was like what do you mean and i was like well i think that the moon it pulls on the t- it makes the tides go- it pulls on them and this and then there's the gravity is <laughs> the gravity's trying to pu- pull my iud out yep and i was like that's the science that's as far as i've gotten but i'm gonna figure this out because there's no there's no reason for this no it's it's stuff like that happens to me too and it's like i'm not even on birth control like i mean granted the eclipse didn't affect me um cramps wise but i do remember having like a i mean i guess this i think there might have been an iud crossover to be honest with you it might have been like a specifically an iud problem uh when i when i go to the googles and type in solar eclipse menstrual cramps i get uh at least 200 results from 20 from the past year and the top one is marie claire and then forbes and then teen vogue and then glamour magazine and then allure and then bustle these are not fringe sources well it's interesting how like the second one from forbes right so the first one all of these from the women's things are how the solar eclipse can affect your menstrual cycle, how it may impact your menstrual cycle, how it's affecting. The one from Forbes is don't blame the eclipse for messing up your menstrual cycle. <gasps> Holy oh, shit. Oh my God. Of course. Whoa. Of course. Of course. Yeah, man. that's where that arrow goes, Compy. Go. Goodbye, Forbes. Shit. Yeah, Forbes <laughs> is canceled. Over. Wow. Holy shit. Wait, wait. Can you snag a screenshot of that and like yeah. post it in the group chat? Because I got to go on the internet with this shit. Expose. And also, I'm just like, dude, like, we didn't know Adams existed until the fucking 20s or whatever. Like, yeah. like there's so many things we don't know, you know? And I, and I know that that's not like an excuse for pseudoscience, but... It's really I'm sorry, little lady. Are you sure you're not just making all this up that's about a, hysteria? That's what I'm you have a little hysteria. hysteria. Yes. No. And it's and like and also like the statistics on women not being taken seriously for serious medical issues at the doctor. And I'm like, this just yeah. falls right into that whole fold, you know. And so I'm not I'm not going to write it off because it's that's too much experience, you know. I know that Facebook's not a a, pol- a, a scientific you know, sample right, of that seems significant. But it's significant. That seems significant. That seems it's significant, significant enough to have swayed an election. <laughs> so Yo. Yo. So that's what's going on with me. No cramps right now. Had some cool. last night. I'm doing pretty good right now. 
I'm eight days late. It's going to be cool. It'll come. Stress. Are you dehydrated? No, I have been stressed, though. So that's probably why. Are you sure you're not dehydrated? Because you kind of glossed over that, and it's been very hot. I know. I drink a lot of water. Like, kind of a stupid amount of water. Especially what color is your pee? Usually almost clear. Perf, you're fine. And also, I've been off birth control for three over three years but now. But let's be fair. You were abusing birth control. What? You were taking birth control recreationally. You were just trying to get high. You were trying to get high on that get your sweet, dick on. sweet progestin. Progestin, for those of you that don't know, is an artificial form of the hormone progesterone. The, women, the woman's body produces estrogen and progesterone. And um, let's see if I have this right. Progesterone uh, comes in when it's time for your period to stop. So progesterone is actually what you have most of the time. And then progesterone leading up to your period, stop, it stops producing that. You, can, you should be fact-checking me right now. I'm still screenshotting the menstrual cramps. <laughs> Right. So, and then estrogen Important. kicks in, and estrogen forces your period to start, um, or or you have estrogen all the time. But once progesterone pulls back, then your period it's starts. All because like yeah. if you don't have progesterone, you just have it all the time. That would just be what happened. So no, thanks. so a lot of uh, hormonal birth control is actually progestin, which is synthetic progesterone, and that is what causes a lot of people's issues with hormonal birth control is because it's this false hormone there's you can get bioidentical progesterone that sounds um, expensive yeah, yeah there's it's not like widely available because obviously progestin is probably way cheaper to make um which is a bummer but also you know ladies have only been doctors for like 40 years so i feel like we there's don't a know lot of pretty women's health. yeah there's yeah. a lot of women's health things that i think we're gonna find in the next in the coming decades Let's do some L.A. wildlife. So the wildlife around Los Angeles, uh, basically some of the weird stuff you've experienced. Do you have any sort of weird, strange experiences throughout Los Angeles? So is, is wildlife sort of, um, what do I want to say, metaphorical? Like yeah. it's just about yeah. any, Anything Los you Angeles. experience on the streets out of, of Los Angeles. Out of the norm. We have talked about animal life, but typically it's human animal life. Interesting. Okay. It is, it's the thing you see in their natural habitat in Los Angeles. You oh, know? very interesting. Okay. I prepared an actual wildlife story, <laughs> which is that, uh, okay, I was never scared of squirrels in Iowa. Like, no, they were cute. And they fluffy. were fine, and they had stuff to do. You know, yeah. they they weren't like fighting for turf. There were like plenty of trees, but I feel like squirrels in Los Angeles are so aggressive. Just like the drivers, hey oh. And I remember one time I was walking with this guy, uh, in Los Feliz, just sort of strolling around, and uh, this squirrel comes down from the tree, and he's like hot, like his arms are out, like he's like hunched. So he's like like a, a buff squirrel. Not he's necessarily. To show off what he's got. He was. He wasn't bigger than a normal squirrel, but he was like in this stance that I've never seen a squirrel in before. Aggressive. And I was like, "Oh no!" And we started walking towards him because you know squirrels just go back up the tree when you come near them, yeah. and he did not move. <laughs> and I was kind of like, "Oh, oh boy!" And then he started walking towards us, like ready to <laughs> pounce, kind of like yeah, like as big as he can be. Like he thought he was much bigger than he was, and I was like, "Ravi." Oh my god! And it worked. We went away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. That we did not. We were like, okay, you away. different sidewalk. We're gonna cross the street. <laughs> Sorry, man. Didn't mean to uh, get in on your space. Where'd you quarter? Practically, it's got to be a difficult life. I mean, seriously, how many nut trees have you seen in Los Angeles? 
Not That's none. what I'm saying. None. Is those guys are are those squirrels are really like they have to fight for what they have, you know? Like just like everybody here. I always used to think about the squirrels that like they know some flying squirrels and they're just like totally fucking jealous cuz like these other squirrels they can fucking fly. And us, we got to run up and down the trees and across the street. We got and, like, jack shit. Yeah, it's Do we have flying posturing. squirrels here? No. Would they even know about that? Right. How would they know about flying they, squirrels if we didn't have them here? Squirrels they speak go, their they own go language. They visit their families. Squirrels <laughs> speak their own language. I'm sure that they have their own native legends and myths and stuff. And maybe they the talk flying about squirrel the mythological flying is squirrel. the Jesus yeah. of squirrels. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Okay. I know you guys are not computers like geeks or anything, but squirrel mail has been around for like 20 years. So it, I'm sure they're using it. <laughs> <laughs> crows are fucking weird too, right? Like, oh, there's man. not a lot of crows we here. We done but did talked a lot about crows really? already, even on this thing. Wow. So let's go. We had a crow thing, yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was just gonna say, like, you know, they they remember faces. Mm-hmm. They hold mm-hmm. grudges. Yep. They're super smart. They're yeah. really smart, and you know, there's a lot of animals like that that we're just like, hoo, hoo, another animal. And I'm like, nah, dude. These other things are evolving. Like monkeys evolved. Like you think that's the only thing that can evolve? Dolphins are so so smart. smart. Did you see the report the other day? A tribe of Brazilian monkeys has just entered the Stone Age. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I did see Um, that. They're doing the thing. It's Planet of the Apes. They're going to take over and it's going to (laughs) be... They can't do a worse job than we did. No chance, dude. Let's just give it to them. I'm excited for it. They'll do better than we. It's a new reign. Animals even know to like spread out their food sources like so they don't decimate their habitat. Like we didn't do that. We forgot about that. They do it in How did we forget that? We decimated our own habitat. It's so crazy. So I love... um, the evolutionary theory there's all these people love to say like it's instinctual right like it's just human instinct it's just natural like like sometimes people use it as like a sexual aggression or rape or those kinds of things like those are just like our animalistic animal instincts instincts and violence and all these things and that comes from chimpanzees and chimpanzee culture because that they are a very violent um you know um masculine um sort of cult culture the way that they interact with each other the males are very violent and they fight each other for permission to be with the females and stuff but humans didn't just evolve from chimpanzees there's equal evidence that we evolved from bonobos and bonobos are these incredible gentle loving affectionate monkeys that like um the women have sex with each other for pleasure they all they have sex for pleasure all the time but women also like form packs within bonobos and like there's this whole other culture that we you know could have possibly descended you know descended from I, i i don't really know there's a lot of different evidence for like different monkeys evolving i I don't know how we specifically trace it back but i know that there's a lot of evidence that we evolved from bonobos and i just love that i'm just like that sounds awesome yeah it does well and that's the thing is it's like you know there's that whole discussion about how like children aren't raised like they they aren't born to be violent you know they're not naturally violent no they're naturally loving and they're kind and they're caring and curious and they question everything and they Yeah. yeah you know you guys know my Mom, you know, you guys oh, yeah. know about oh, yeah. nonviolent she's communication, <laughs> and, totally. and she's totally subscribed to this 
curriculum of nonviolent communication and uh, it's about needs and it's just about getting your needs met and that's yeah. all that anybody's trying to do at any moment so what you need to find is what is the need they're trying to meet right is right. it even in a fight that seems really petty it's like okay they have a need to express their anger and they're not going to feel better until the anger's out right. you know that is what they're doing or they need validation or they need uh, you know yeah yeah and kids kids are testing out all kinds of different ways to get their needs met and you know that's something about positive reinforcement too like if the need is attention and they're doing it in a way where they're angry or they're fighting or they're mm-hmm. being violent in some way and and you give them attention like it's reinforcing, it's reinforcing, reinforcing that. that yeah you just have to just look for the needs i really it's really been very useful for me <laughs> i used to joke about this all the time but because i was nannying for a while and along with the child i normally nannied for who again was basically an angel he had really bad separation anxiety from his parents but other than that total total sweetheart on the other hand, his friend used to come over. We'll nickname him Sunshine. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Wow. Beautiful. Thanks. Those are going to be our ads for this episode. Yeah. Cool. So who the who the fuck is this kid, Sunshine? Oh yeah. Shit. Oh, Sunshine. Okay. So <laughs> Sunshine. So I was I was nannying for my sweet baby Angel, and uh, he had a friend. I guess it was a friend of the parents' kid. Um, Sunshine, and Sunshine was trouble. Um, very very obviously, he was an only child, and he was very young, and his parents were relatively wealthy. And also relatively busy, so I think they kind of... Spoilt and raised by a nanny? Yeah, basically. And the whole reason that they wanted me to be a part of it was they wanted to pay less for it. But anyway, um, Sunshine was one of those kids that I, I just realized kind of immediately that I was like, as much as I try and help you you're not going to be helped because you go home to the same environment every day. The mother got my name wrong. She called me Lauren every time she saw me. And her husband never even bothered to learn anything. He wrote all my checks out to cash. Never called me by name. Never wow. asked me for it. Nothing. And they're leaving the their apple kid doesn't with fall you. Far from the tree. No, they're leaving was, their kid with you. I believe the appropriate yeah. adage here is: there are no bad kids. There are only bad, bad parents. parents. Yeah. Yep. And yep. that was. And yeah. I, I really, I didn't want to say that about them because, like, I mean, I don't know. They seemed like fine people, I guess, but. It was realistically, it was so, so hard to deal with because it was just like, I remember the first time he came over for 15 minutes, it was totally fine. He seemed to be having a good time. And luckily, uh, my kid, my kid, (laughs) my kid's dad was inside. Baby daddy. Yeah, not my baby daddy, the baby daddy. I went outside to play with them and my child dropped a toy on Sunshine's foot and all fucking hell broke loose this was the first time i ever watched him it was 15 minutes in (laughs) and he started screaming like the world was ending yeah i mean hysterical wild sobs and i you know like obviously i was like oh my gosh like everything is okay he dropped a toy truck on your foot like really everything's gonna be fine fine there's no blood nothing is happening like your toe maybe got 
a little red. Dude, I think that so much of this is diet, too. Like, kids have so much sugar now, and, like, that yeah. is a fucking... Yeah. Ju- it affects them so hardcore. Not just kids. If you ever try to go through and cut sugar out of your diet... It's hard. Oh, my I can't, God. I, there's no Every, way I could do it. Everything there's no has way. sugar in it. Yeah, there's no way. He was more than that, though, because I remember the second that I went to go and touch him, he immediately backed away there's from me. There's some weird... Which I was like, oh, okay. no. No, yeah. that's not cool. Yeah. And, like, luckily... Um, my kid's dad ended up coming out. He like ran out and like helped fix everything. And but they ended up having to call the parents and asking him to pick him up early because Ooh, he was just. This I is mean, not going to happen. No, yep. he got super super out of control really really quickly. And I watched him a handful of times after that. But yeah, I don't know. It's child rearing. It's a wild ride. We all experienced it from one perspective. Maybe some of us from <laughs> multiple. Who no, knows? It's not wild ride. <laughs> wild life. Wild life. This is a fun thought experiment to maybe go out on. I've been thinking about this lately. Um, imagine if you were married and you had a house and you were, wanted to have a child and you guys get pregnant and you have a nursery, a beautiful nursery, and you're so excited to have this kid and be a mom and then like, you have the baby and then like after like six months you're like, I don't really like this. <laughs> I don't really want to do this. And so you just give the baby up for adoption because you're just like, like you just don't want to do it. That's it. That's the whole thought experiment. I just think that that I, the idea of someone coming over and being like, "What? Where's your kid?" And you're just like, "Oh yeah, I w- I didn't really like." So doing you want to end this <laughs> on me committing suicide at the end of the night? Yeah, or, I just I wasn't it. really okay. into it. He was he kind of sucked. He was really loud. I just didn't really like it very much. <laughs> and they're like, "What?" You know, because the adoption stories are always just yeah. like it was like yeah. a, a, an unbearable I didn't even see choice. The child, but I still right. hurt. I couldn't. I, it was an impossible decision to make. It was so hard. Mm-hmm. But someone was just like, ooh, wrong choice. That's actually the, the backstory of Fran Smith on American Dad. Her parents were two rich, elite people who they weren't allowed to bring the baby on the plane in first class. So they just gave the baby away oh, at, at the gate. my God. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, they were like, uh, you know what? Let's just give it away. Yeah, just not into this. It's fine. So horrible. It's more convenient for me to just leave this here. But that's the thing is, it's like, even if you think about it that way, so like, I'm not saying that that person who like gives their baby away at six months because it's just really not their gig is not a bad person because that sucks. But they understand themselves. Exactly. And at that point, isn't it better for the baby? Right. Like, there's a line there. Definitely. Hopefully be in a better home. I mean, with with the American child care system, no chance. Like, there's right. no got to be chance. a dire situation. But if it was somewhere like you have another couple that you know and right. they want to raise it and they're really trying and they can't have a baby and they, you know, if you know totally. it's going to a totally. good place, Do that. totally, yeah. With this system, no well, way. But a lot of this is this is really similar to the whole pressure to do it in the first place. I mean, me personally, I had several chances with partners who wanted to have children and did not specifically because I'm a selfish, terrible person who should not be in charge of raising children. <laughs> I mean, maybe, dude, it, yes. it's like it's like people need to understand this, and people like are like, oh, let's just make some fucking babies and we'll deal with it. Yeah, some yeah, people oh. just don't have the maternal instinct; like they just don't want that. But I mean, this is like there's a whole thing in culture with. If you don't want to have kids, you're either somewhere between a terrible person and really broken. 
And it's just, it's really not fair for people to have all this extra pressure in life to do it because it's, it's completely not necessary. There are too many people on this planet. Oh yeah, especially now, especially now. Like don't get rid of the ones that already exist, but like maybe stop making them them as quickly. No, get rid of some of the ones that exist. I mean, that's like, (laughs) you know, we could do, it's fine. Let's go another step further and stop shaming people who don't want to have kids. Right. We're being responsible, realistically. You're welcome. Well, you guys, I really think we solved the world's problems today. Yeah. High five. I think we did it. Whoa, that Those was a good one. Those were all one. bad. Okay, that one. No, that one's good. Look at the elbow. There you go. Look okay. Elbow. elbow. All right. This is such a All right, we got it. You all right, guys, we got thank it. you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, this is the part of the show where we just talk about where people can find us on the internet. So if you want to lead that off, yeah, that's great. Yeah, great. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Anna, A-N-N-A underscore train on a train there you go it's a little fun little thing for you seth was with me when i changed that yeah i was at seth's house first it was on a plane right we looked for on a bike and it was taken because i really liked on a bike but on a train you know it's gone it's it works in the hall of fame now so yes um instagram anna anna underscore lori l-o-r-e anna lore um yeah and then uh you can just find me on the street walking just kidding i don't walk anywhere (laughs) i don't walk (laughs) i have a car on a car i'd rather be on a car and that's all we have for tonight (laughs) ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for joining me today you guys on a strange exchange um tune in next week to hear it was just great having you you guys were great guests Um, (laughs) thank you we appreciate you so much for having us yeah really really awesome to be here it's a little warm but we love to be here incredibly generous and giving and really you know just like having a platform that i can share with you really we appreciate all the free coke yeah well that's how you get a podcast done You're telling me. All right. Ugh. Seth, where can we find you? Me, myself, and I am at Seth7123. On everything? On basically everything on the internet. How about you, Lo? Uh, yep. Uh, you can find me at LittlefootLo on everything. If you can't find me on there, I'm not on there. The podcast Twitter, because yes. it has its own thing. It's kind of cute. Uh, that is going to be at Seth and Low Pod. And tonight's production is brought to you by Musicians Loft. We are at Musicians Loft on Instagram and Twitter. Holla. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anna, right, so bye. much. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, cancel the podcast. We're done here. Good night.